What's going on? What's going on, everybody? It is the only sports podcast. I'm Will. That's Casino over there. How we doing today, Casino? And you're on mute. Great start to the podcast. <laughs> nice. I said, I feel like I got hit by <laughs> nice. I feel like I got hit by a bus from this last week, and I'm still recovering. Actually, I think uh, I'm still recover. I still think I'm recovering from like a week and a half ago um, from one of my work nights, but still pretty good pretty good yeah uh you went to this is the this was the second time in a row one of us have went to a game and also uh i don't know if you've been watching the mlb playoffs casino but the phillies have been absolutely killing it uh against the diamondbacks so if you and i wanted to go to a diamondbacks game and just drive to arizona we can get like Five rows up from the field for literally like 40 bucks. Those tickets are dirt, dirt cheap right now. I was literally, nice. I'm literally thinking of doing that on Friday. It's too good of a deal to pass up. That sounds wonderful. Well, there's no way that's going to happen. <laughs> I, I, uh, I, I blew my load on, uh, honey, I want to get out of here a while ago. Yeah. Uh, the, this, uh, last how- weekend, this last weekend was fun though. How was uh, Raiders Patriots live? One of the oh, I mean, it was just like last year where um, the Patriots had a chance to go down and either win or die, and you know, take take a safety, take a, you know, just take a safety. I am so over Mac Jones. Give me Malik the freak. Um, yeah, I'm I'm over it. Or at least play him for the rest of the year. Get rid of Mac Jones, and then hopefully get uh one of the top picks so you could get one of the quarter one of the two good quarterbacks coming out of college uh <sighs> you're finally the the boat the the boat is sailed on mac jones yep i'm done I, I, it, i'm 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 done with mac jones but it's also done with mac jones via done with belichick okay I get i'm done with Bel- and now there's a lot of people i mean i feel like whatever talent mac jones had coming into the league i mean he wasn't going to be stellar but it was so mishandled. He's not going to be shit. Um, so I'm done with him. Get a dual threat quarterback in there. Get Malik the freak. Um, they signed him, actually. Uh, the Patriots signed him. Not only do they pull him up from the uh, – uh, put him onto the active roster, but they signed him to a three-year deal. So I want to see him. I want to see him in there. I'm over Mac. He's awful. He, he, just get rid. Just get rid of the football. Like that was my biggest pet peeve. And that was my pet peeve. I said all last year as well. He takes way too many sacks. Yeah. Like what makes, I'm going to talk, I'm going to talk Rogers for a second and I'm going to, I'm going to give Rogers some credit. Whoa. Rogers has always like somebody like Rogers has always done is he gets rid of the football and he doesn't take negative yards. You know, those elite quarterbacks, that are like that. Like Brady was one of them. Rogers, one of them Manning. Like they don't, the the good quarterbacks, especially if you want to be a pocket quarterback and you're not a dual threat and you're not going to run away. You have to be good at throwing, getting the ball away and not taking yards for loss. And he's not doing that. He just, he just like, Oh, I got pressure. I'm just going to tuck it, tuck it. He knew if he got a safety there, if you got a safety, the game was over. The game was over. Yes, we they, there still would have been one more down. You could have tried, you know, and maybe get lucky with the bomb, which, by the way, De- Parker should have had that one. It hit his hands. 
it would have been within almost field like 10 yards into field goal away from field goal range to win the game and he drops it hits his hands and drops his Ugh. i'm over this team i'm over this team i'm over this team i'm done. uh well that is a perfect segue casino into uh instead of going game by game we're going to try a new format it might stick it might not we don't know this is going to be the the test period for it each week i feel like after we watch uh a week of football there's top stories that come out of it the number could be different every week this week i thought there were six top stories so let's just dive right into them uh we're talking about your team now let's talk about my team because the last two undefeated teams this season uh fell the 49ers fell to the browns the eagles uh lost to the jets which of those two teams casino the 49ers or the eagles are you more are you more concerned for after those losses ooh um well going into Right after the loss, I was going to be more concerned for the Niners because they had injuries. But that has been said that they're not long-term injuries with Debo, um, with, with Debo, with McCaffrey, with Trent Brown. So the fact that they're saying that they all might play next week, that they missed out on minor – or they missed out on major – not missed out. They lucked out on major injuries. Then the Niners are now off the hook. But the Eagles is the worst loss. Jalen Hurts had a rough, rough game, just absolutely rough. I don't even—I mean, the Jets played well, uh, especially the defense, obviously. But I watched almost all of that uh, game on recap, and Jalen Hurts just looked off. Just looked off. Yeah, there were. Uh, uh, so obviously, I watched that whole game. I watched both games because that Browns. I was texting you during that Browns Forty ers game, just being like, the Browns are fucking really hyped for this game and they're really pumped and like after you were texting me i wasn't paying attention (laughs) yeah that's usually that's what happens when i text you but uh yeah they were just so hyped up for that game every time they would make a play or whatever their entire team would just explode so that one it just seemed from the get-go like the browns really wanted it and the 49ers were kind of riding the high of we're the best team in the league, which I also feel like the Eagles were doing because multiple times during that game, I mean, the first half of that game, Jalen Hurts was incredible. He had that play where they tried to sack him and he literally was just holding a guy in place, like looking for somebody to throw the ball to and the guy's trying to tackle him and he's literally just stiff arming him and like holding him there until he just passes and completes it and the first interception not his fault he literally hits goddard in the hands and goddard just throws the ball into the guy right next to him and he intercepts it that was a weird one the second one he stood in the pocket for what felt like 10 seconds and he's literally just the pockets collapsing he's literally just standing there and i was sitting on the couch being like throw it, throw it, like run. I don't know why he stood there for so long. It felt like an eternity. The third one is the pick six or the basically the pick six that ended the game for him, which is one of the worst interceptions you're ever going to see. That was brutal, brutal. So the first one, not his fault. The next two, it was like, what are you doing? But then there was also the A.J. Brown had a clear touchdown 
where he burned two guys and then he just decided to stop running and Jalen Hurts threw it. And if he would have kept running, it would have hit him in stride and it would have been a touchdown and it would have been enough to win. Finish your routes, finish your routes. But it was also like the Eagles defense was incredible in this game. Hassan Reddick had like three sacks. He is uh, he was absent the first couple weeks of the season. Now the past like three, four games, he's just been on fire. He did this one. Uh, Zach Wilson did a rollout. Uh, Hassan Reddick didn't didn't uh, didn't hesitate for a second and like sacked him for like a twenty yard loss. It was amazing. But you're up by two in the fourth quarter with like two minutes and thirty seconds left. Uh, you're attempting to convert a fourth down uh like less than you're not even at midfield why are you not punting the ball keeping the jets deep and being like i think garrett wilson got banged up in this game so then you had zach wilson who would have to go 80 yards without his best wide receiver against a defense that was destroying him all day why are like i'll take those odds any day of the week why are you not playing to win you're up by two why are you going for it fourth down on like your own 30 that was one of the dumbest things but i do want to say uh i put that game on jalen hurts and then i don't know if you saw the news or not casino but the eagles have signed julio jones which i is, did that's spicy that is spicy. that's a spicy take i like that take um yes yeah, spicy take wife <laughs> spicy take but also um, uh, and I said I would make no excuses for the Eagles, which I will not, because first time the Jets have ever beat them. And I said if Zach Wilson could beat the Eagles, then that's on the Eagles. That was an embarrassing loss. But it's also one of those things where in cornerback and safeties, they literally have like nine guys injured. And so that's then, what I wanted to talk to you about. Like, so, yeah. I mean, you see, I mean, we both still have the Eagles as the worst loss between the two for the undefeated yeah. teams. Um but the it's the Eagles defense is just completely just shredded. They're just completely injured. Just it's it's back to like when you had um what was it a handful of years ago when the Eagles had no offense and they had guys that they were working at coffee shops and they were pulling them and it putting was them literally in. it was literally the year after they won the Super Bowl. Right. Like so, they I mean, just it's, lost it's basically everybody. that, but now it's all defense. <laughs> yeah. Um, but then the Niners, and this is where I also have if they were both teams had injuries, I would still say Philly, but the Niners, uh, their whole thing is now is all the offense. Like I was saying, Christian McCaffrey, Debo Samuel, uh, not Trent. I said Trent Brown earlier. I meant Trent Williams um, with their offensive tackle. Like those are, those are arguably their best players. I mean, obviously Debo's great. McCaffrey is their best player. Um, but you know, that, that was a lot. That was a lot to take in. So um which is also, I mean, what we always talk about when we talk about the 49ers is all their best players are injury prone. So it's just, we know this is going to happen every year. Christian McCaffrey, George Kittle, Debo Samuel, Brock Purdy to a certain extent. I don't think Trent Williams has missed time before this, but I mean, right there, that's what their five so let me best add, yeah, players. So I want to ask you this. So going, you talked about Brock Purdy. I, I want to touch on him for a second. Um, I love him. I think he's great. I think he's the best quarterback to come since uh, Mahomes and then before that, Brady. 
he just looks comfortable when it comes to passing the football, staying in the pocket. Very cool. I mean, he, he's right there with me for I like Joe Burrow, where it's just the confidence in the pocket. It's great. Uh, with his loss today, this is obviously his first um, uh, regular season game where he lost. Do you put this on him? Do you think that this was a bad game by Purdy or if it was just a really good game by the Browns? Well, I don't think I have as high. I'm not as high on Purdy as you. I like like him. him. I would put him in my top probably 10 quarterbacks in the league. I don't think I'd put him higher. I like what I see from him and I agree with you. I do think that Purdy and Hertz. I mean, you look at both of their records since they've been in the league, and this was the second loss that Jalen Hurts has ever had in the regular season and the first loss Purdy has ever had in the regular season. And now all of a sudden, like the mainstream sports media are being like, these guys got exposed. We knew they were garbage. We knew they were garbage all along. And it's like, they've. this is literally the, the first and second game they've ever lost. Like we could cut them some slack. And again, Robert Sala said it. And they did it with injuries on their team, you know? Oh, yeah. I mean, how many how many games single-handedly? I can't say this about Purdy himself yet, but Hurts for sure. How many games did Hurts win on his back alone? Oh, yeah. Well, and I mean, Purdy, it's when you give him, again, you can plug, you can say it's Kyle Shanahan. You can do all that and say it's the weapons and all this kind of stuff. When it was what a bunch of other quarterbacks between Jimmy G and Brock Purdy, the 49ers didn't look this good, right? They had all those seasons where it was what, wasn't it like Mullins was in there and they Mm -hmm. won like four or five games that season with basically the same roster and a better defensive coach. Who's now the coach of the Texans. So this is just that garbage thing where it's also like, again, Uh, When it comes to the Eagles, more so the Eagles than the 49ers, it's like 49ers and Eagles last week were one and two. Now it's like Chiefs are clearly number one, 49ers are two, and I've seen Eagles drop down to as far as like six and seven on the power rankings. I want to push back to you, push back on on saying Chiefs are number one. Chiefs are number one because the league are making them number one. Well, I still think they're weak. You you know who I have, oddly enough, that – I mean, he's right there with with the Eagles, with the Niners, with the Chiefs. Dude, Detroit. Detroit oh, looks amazing. We're getting to Detroit. But you, that, uh, that wasn't a spicy pick at the beginning of the season, man. I really <laughs> think they, they can win the Super yeah. Bowl. I at least go. Especially but, with Cincy playing like crap. Uh, to say, to answer your original question, which is the the – because I think the Eagles and 49ers, I think both of them will be fine. I think these oh, yeah. were – Definitely trap games where the Jets, every quarterback they played, I didn't like, I don't like Robert Sala. I don't think he's a good head coach, but I do think his comments at the end where people were like giving him shit for it, where he was like, we've embarrassed every quarterback we've played this season. We might not have won, but we've embarrassed them has kind of been true. Like, I mean, Patrick Mahomes had his worst game, maybe of his career against this same Jets team like two, three weeks ago. Hurts so had we his worst game by we're a not, mile. We're not lying when, you know, beginning of the season, if they still had Rodgers, this Jets team, man. Would, yeah, would, the would defense be... finally looked like they figured it out because we were like, we thought they were going to be top five, yeah. and now they kind of are getting – I mean, Again, it's, we've talked about it's hard to take the first two games into real consideration. 
Yeah. That and that uh front seven of this Jets team really fucking good. I mean, the Eagles have one of, if not the best, O line in the league, and they were just shredding that uh that offensive line the whole game, just getting getting uh hits on the quarterback, getting pressures on the quarterback in two, three seconds. Like this Jets team can be really good. And then I'll tell you what, Zach Wilson, he was getting sacked and beat around, but that Jets offense, no turnovers, no interceptions, no fumbles. Like, you can win games in this league if you don't turn the ball over, which the Eagles, again, this is also one of those games where the Eagles turned it over four times, the Jets turned it over zero times, and then the Jets won by six points. So it's also like off four turnovers, the Jets, I believe, got three points. So, again, mm-hmm. we're now just being like, up. Oh, the Eagles were frauds this whole time, and it's like, they're five and one and every other game up to this point, they basically dominated. Like let's slow down a little. And then when it comes to the 49ers, the Browns defense is one of the best defenses statistically through the first six weeks in like the last 50 years of the NFL. So it's like not every week, are you going to play a team like the Browns and to a lesser extent, like the jets defense. So let's fucking pump the brakes a little, Uh, but casino last a uh, qu- uh, question on this topic. If both the Jets or the Browns were to get into the playoffs in their current incarnation, because obviously there's rumors that Rodgers could be back by week 12, week 13, and time for the playoffs, who knows? But just, that's, that's the dumbest thing. I know, Even if he's back, they're not going to go back to him. I mean, <laughs> no, they should, but they insane. wouldn't. They'd be insane. It would, yeah. uh, but... Browns and Jets right now get into the playoffs. Who do you think would be more deadly to play in the playoffs? Uh, Browns. Browns all day. That defense is absolute. Like, I mean, yes, Debo got hurt and yes, McCaffrey got hurt, but that defense holding the Niners to 17 points is absolutely legit. Plus, I really like Jerome Ford. I wanted to pick him up in fantasy as soon as I knew that uh, Chubb got injured. But, you know, I wasn't going to take I would have taken Ford in the fantasy draft if I didn't already get Chubb because I like him a lot. Um, didn't have an outstanding day, but I mean, you're still going against the Niners. So got to take that into consideration, but I, I really like this team. Um, Philip Walker coming in playing for Watson didn't have the greatest uh, day. You could say that uh, he had two interceptions, only 200 yards with about a 50% completion rate. Not the best, but it got the job done because that run game is so dynamic. They have so many people to hand the ball off to. But that defense was absolutely stellar. So, yeah, no, um, I would be much more scared of the Browns. I like them. I couldn't even imagine how good they would be with Chubb. I mean, I try to because if I had Chubb on my fantasy team, I'd probably be <laughs> 6-0. and No uh, joke. Uh, I'd probably be 5-1 and because I got 200. I got 200 pointered on one week, which you're not going to beat that when you have opposing team have three players go over 40 points. You ain't going to win. <laughs> Are you currently side side uh, side swipe into Casino's fantasy corner? Are you number one in your fantasy league right now? No, I'm four and two. Um, I'm I'm four and two. I'm in fourth. Um, I have we have yeah. I'm four and two. We have two people at five and one, three people at four and two, but I'm sitting fourth technically. Um, hmm. But again, 
that was because every like all my players got injured um and i was able to the last two weeks i have one i'm whoop whoopity whoopity do um i have i don't know where that came from whoopity do <laughs> um, i have one though um basically because that one that i got the first loss week three i got absolutely want because of the 200 burger but yeah. then uh the next week i lost because i was still trying to fix and get people off of waiver wire try to make trades and try to get stuff figured out so feeling comfortable now um but yeah i'm currently one of my last two so i'm sitting at four and two um oh, for huh. me for me that's not good i was expecting to be i, I i'm much i'm a much better fantasy owner than half the league <laughs> and i'm smart um i've just had the shit draw of having injured players but finally not just my players are injured anymore everybody has injured stars and now they're starting to look at trying to do trades and whatnot so huh i mean i'm in a 12 man <sighs> league i was the 12th pick i was 12 man I... league i was the 11th pick and i'm oh well that must explain why you're four and two and i'm five and one and number one in my entire league and i just beat the guy that was ahead of me handily so i mean you know uh maybe this should be changed uh will's uh fantasy corner because he's yeah, okay. clearly how many the, injuries uh... do you have on your team how many superstar studs starting I have... starting position players did you lose i have no running backs what? whatsoever literally no running backs whatsoever i uh last week my running backs combined got six points and i still won Dude, last week was crazy. I literally won against the guy. I was number two. He was number one. I won 129.78 to 128.94. I won by point, uh, like literally 1.20 to win last week. And my running oh. combined for seven points. So I have no running game whatsoever. It's all my wide receivers, my tight ends. My kicker gave me eight points. My oh, don't talk. <laughs> kicker. No, my kicker got me 19. Tucker all day. Yeah. Uh, all right. So but, all right, well, off topic. Now I'm moving about, back up. Nobody cares about fantasy football. <laughs> I care but, about that. I mean, uh, come on. That was st- our number one story. Let's get to our number two story, Casino, which – this was going to either fluctuate between Chargers or Cowboys based on Monday Night Football. I still feel like we can throw both of them in. So I'm oh, just I'm going. Throw- even I, I saw the lineup here, and you didn't say anything about the Cowboys. I was 100 percent still going to talk about them. Yeah. So let's go to our to- topic number two. Uh, what is going on with the Chiefs, the Bills, the Cowboys, and the Chargers? Well, Which of those teams do you feel like has the biggest concern right now? Let's let's start off with Monday night's game. Uh, yeah. Chargers and Cowboys, since they played each other there. Chargers, it's a coaching issue. Chargers, it's a coaching issue. They left points on the they, they left points up there. It was so easy to get points, and I don't like those calls. Like why? Why weren't you doing the field goal? You know, you were right there. Why? Why did you try to go for it? This is not. This is not uh, Madden where you can just, you know, hit the reset button, you know, or put in a G code or whatever. You get the points when you can. I mean, that's uh. that's a very Belichick of me to say, but <laughs> but still. Uh, also, with the uh, 
I know I saw this thing online because, of course, uh, you're not allowed to not like Justin Herbert. It's like, remember when Aaron Rodgers had that 10-year window after he won his first Super Bowl where he never got close to another Super Bowl? And it was just like, I mean, everybody loves Tom Brady, but Aaron Rodgers is the best quarterback to ever play quarterback because of his touchdown-to-interception ratio. And that was just the narrative. And you could never say anything against it, right? Because Aaron Rodgers, he's the best quarterback who's ever played and like all this bullshit, even though winning is apparently not a quarterback stat, except it totally is because no great quarterbacks has ever had like a losing record. I don't know. We can, that's a topic for another time, but Herbert, like everybody, of course, all the internet, like quarterback gurus who just suck off Justin Herbert, no matter fucking what, just came out to his defense and were like, since uh, he came into the league, he has the most, the third most fourth quarter comeback wins and all that kind of stuff. Was there any doubt in your mind that the Cowboys were winning that game when it got, when the ball got in Justin Herbert's hand and they had like a minute 30 left with no timeouts. There was not, there was 0% of me that was like, he's going to go down the field and score the game winning touchdown. There was no part of me that was like, Herbert's got this. <sighs> not with how he played throughout the night. No. Um, and so the, here's the thing. I, I still like, even I, good. no, like, they weren't. no, they weren't. Um, no, they weren't. So I still like Herbert. He's still, in my opinion, a, a really good, borderline great quarterback. But here's the thing. That's where he's been since he's entered the league. He has not progressed anywhere. He's been that really good quarterback when when he's healthy and when the team's healthy. Really good quarterback, but he great, you know, borderline great quarterback, but he can't progress past that. He's not that I'm going to get in the playoffs, win a couple games, and flirt with the Super Bowl kind of player right now he won't get there so here i just found it here are the top five quarterbacks with the most uh game winning drive since i believe this is since 2020 okay number five patrick mahomes with 11 right we think he should be up there right number four uh tom brady with 13 right again those two make sense here's the top three Justin Herbert with 14, Derek Carr with 14, Kirk Cousins with 15. So do any of those those stats don't matter? No, but I I can see Kirk Cousins with that year that he had last year, you know, winning games barely. But the one, Carr? (laughs) Well, also, it's just like. When, when, when When was he winning games? I dude, who knows when, that? Like, but for real, when when so like every game they won, every game they won with Carr had to have been a fourth quarter comment. Like it was. Now this is also just game winning drives, so this could just mean going down the field and setting up a field goal and like all that kind of stuff. This is just game winning drives, but these are why. And I'm a stats guy, but when it gets to certain stats, it's like, do you watch the fucking games because? No point during that game was I like was I like the Chargers are gonna go down the field and score the game winning uh, f- uh touchdown, and that was even when Mika Parsons was a fucking ghost that game, except when he got a sack on that second to last play of the game. The, By the way, what did you say his name was? Uh, Mika Parsons, Micah, Mika, Micah, 
I don't care. My uh, Micah Parsons, Mika Parsons, who cares? He was a ghost that game, and we like making fun of him on this podcast as much as the next people. But but yeah, they, you know what? I still heard his name probably three hundred times. Oh yeah, well, well, because most of the time during that broadcast, they were like, "Where is Parsons? We haven't seen Parsons. He's right. been absent this entire season, but so, or this entire game." So, but for going back to like your original question, so because we're kind of just breaking down the game, but what's going on with the team? I think the Chargers' issue is their coach. Yeah, um, I think I the Cowboys' agree. issue is Dak's not the guy. Well, and Dak's Dak not had the guy. Almost and... a perfect game, and they still only scored twenty points against a Chargers defense that I don't really think is any good. Right. <laughs> like. Right. Uh, but. My last question to you, Casino, is are either of these teams, do you think either of these teams are a threat in the playoffs, either Cowboys in the NFC, Chargers in the AFC? Um, Cowboys, if, 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 if they're firing on all cylinders, yes, but that's not going to be the case. Uh, the Chargers, they're just the same team year in a year out they need some personnel change i think the team itself is fine i honestly do i think the players what they have you know in position are actually really good but i'm done with the chargers uh personnel like the, the coaching and the staff like they need they need to they need to get that figured out um but um yeah no and then for dallas again you you can't be hot or cold like, you know, we know what we've talked about Dak, but I mean, look at Tony Pollard. He had 15 attempts, only 30 yards. Like, that's bad. That's bad well, for your number one back. Well, also, this Cowboys team, 17th in the league in against the run. So, and we saw that in that Cardinals game where they got ran off the field. We right. saw that and in you, the 49ers you go, game. You, you go up against Philly, you go up against the Niners, you're going to get absolutely wrecked. You know, yeah, you, they're going to get absolutely wrecked against teams that run the football. The, well, the uh, we're talking about it. the Browns. Even you go up against any of these teams that run the football, you're going to get absolutely wrecked. Um, I have not liked the Cowboys um, run run defense. I didn't know that's actually better than I thought it was. I thought they were in the 20s. I thought they're further back. Like, yeah. Well, you even get into the playoffs against. Like Lions have the ability to run the ball, but you even get a wild card game against the Falcons, right? And they're the number one rush team in the league. Right now, the Falcons uh, shockingly have the, oh, I just had it up here. They have the fourth best defense in the league. So yeah, we'll they talk lost. about them. Yeah, we'll talk about them in a couple of uh, topics. But as far as the by, other teams. By the way, as, as, as the audience may have noticed, uh, we did do picks, but um, we did bad. Oh, so uh, talking about the picks, uh, Casino, you won eight games this uh, week. Okay, I actually, only better won... than I thought. Yeah, I only won five. So... Damn, dude. I'm just, again, well, it doesn't matter. It's going to be the same thing as last year. I'm going to absolutely destroy you in the regular season, <laughs> and then you're going to beat me in the postseason, just like my fantasy football. Yeah. Yeah, right now you're eight games ahead of me going into week seven. And week seven, uh, first off, it looks like a good week. Oh, I and... want to get 17 games ahead of you so I can just all of a sudden just be like, eh, I'm going to take this week off. <laughs> I would love that. I think it'd yeah, be I want to get 18 games ahead of you and then just call a week <laughs> off. 
Uh, but so we talked about the Chargers and the Cowboys. Let's talk about the Chiefs and the Bills. Uh, the Chiefs, uh, again, like you said, the NFL's uh, <sighs> Golden Boys, but they also just had an ugly, ugly game Thursday uh, to start week six. They just don't six look right. I mean, against just- the Broncos. Well, they also, I don't know if you saw this, the two signings today were Julio Jones for the Eagles, which I think is fantastic because Quez Watkins as a, as the third wide receiver on the Eagles drives me fucking crazy. You know what? I'll take, I'll take Watkins because he'll be a number one receiver on the Pats. So (laughs) yeah, (laughs) Uh, but please uh, Julio Jones uh, take Quez Watkins spot on the field, please. Uh, but the I mean, other... somebody get him a walker, but still. <laughs> I just need him to catch five passes a game at crucial downs, and that's fine. Uh, that's do, all do, I want. Do, do you Three. think his walker instead of tennis balls will just be footballs? As long as he can catch the ball and lean forward for a first down, he will already be leaps and bounds ahead of Quez <laughs> Watkins. Uh, but the other wide receiver signing that uh relates to the Chiefs is they traded for Nicole Hartman from the Jets uh about 20 minutes before we started this podcast. So I don't think that's a big splashy signing, but obviously he was with them last year uh and they won a Super Bowl with him, but he also probably catches as many balls as he doesn't catch, which has already been an issue for the Chiefs this season with drops and uh uh Tooney can't is basically the same player so casino oh and then the bills i mean the bills barely survive against a backup quarterback in the giants and they get bailed out on what was most definitely a pass interference on that last play that they so, just didn't call dude is is the league i don't know it's what so it's so about. hard to watch I, I mean are they just being obvious to be obvious now because they're just leaning into it. They're like, eh, we're not going to try to hide it anymore. We're just going to do what we want. Well, the Monday night game, it was like the Cowboys had 11 penalties. The Chargers had 10 penalties. Both teams had over 100 yards of penalties. And it's just like, I don't. Oh, yeah, that was that was one of the hardest. Like every like third play, fourth play, there was a damn penalty. It was so hard to watch. Yeah. Well, it's also, but it's also that thing where it's what is a penalty and what isn't because, again, you always hear the booth guys, you hear the officiating when they bring on the guy from New York or whatever the fuck it is, and they're always like, you can call this on every play, and then it's like, okay, but then why sometimes do you call it on every play, and why sometimes do you just let them play? What the fuck is a penalty? Because like, one team, one team are, are Swifties, and one team aren't Swifties, and one team is—I don't know—just bullshit. It's just, it just makes no sense to me, especially when why is officiating now so convoluted when we've all of a sudden embraced gambling a hundred and fifty percent, right? Like now it's like the league. Just, that's a good take. The league is literally partners with like all these sports books and now they're doing lines on every show and you know the spread and now it's like oh we also we fuck with the grass in the Super Bowl and then the spreads are different and now this team gets penalized a lot in crucial downs and it's just like oh we love Taylor Swift and we're doing that but we also help the Chiefs win quote unquote like help them win two weeks in a row three weeks it's just it's also sketchy. Like it just feels weird, but 
Of those two teams, Casino, Chiefs, Bills, both are five and one at the moment. The Chiefs losing to the uh, Lions, the Bills losing to the Jets in that weird Monday night football game. Of the two teams right now, or no, I'm sorry, the Buffalo Bills are four and two. Who was the other team they lost to? I don't know. But, and I lost my pen. It's chaos over here. Uh, Casino's moving, uh, making me sick with his movement but at the moment casino in the afc who do you trust more the chiefs or the bills <coughs> also i'm sick today so if my voice sounds you're you're muted yep i'm not anymore um who do i trust more yes the chiefs uh, or the bills dude that's a very tough question um like honestly that's very tough because the Chiefs have not looked good outside of getting help from the Zebras. They, they don't look like what they've been in the past few years. So, And Mahomes oh, also looks off. He looks Mahomes a little he doesn't looks a, look good. No, he looks a little bit off. Um, and Josh Allen and, and the Bills, they are either blowing teams out or they're struggling. By, I, this AFC... And I don't think it's because the other teams that they're playing are that much better. They just, the you watch it and the, the mistakes that are being made. That's the thing that I'm seeing the most between these two teams is mistakes that they normally don't make. They're making, and then they're getting bailed out. Well, the Chiefs are getting bailed out. The The Bills, they're just figuring it out, barely. Um, yeah. So I would say I would say the Bills, just because they don't have the help of the refs, uh but also i think when it comes to the bills like the chiefs have kind of just been a lesser version of themselves that are squeaking out like these close wins i mean that thursday night game against the broncos was just awful like they didn't look good not one point did you ever think the broncos were gonna win and it was kind of just like a mediocre talk about this for a second be right back uh, as But as far as the Buffalo Bills go, I mean, you look at their schedule and the other team they lost to was the Jaguars. But then you look at it and it's like they blow out Miami after everybody, including us, was crowning Miami as the best team in the league, which we'll talk about Miami in a moment. But they blow them out by what? 28 points so by four touchdowns a week after they the dolphins lay a 70 burger on the broncos right so then we see the difference in the chiefs playing the broncos and then the uh, dolphins playing the broncos but then you see the jaguars come in the week after they blow up the dolphins and then all of a sudden they lose the five to a jaguars team that you can kind of apply the same logic that we're talking about the chiefs to the jaguars but then they start the season with that weird weird monday night game losing to the jets then they blow out the raiders they blow out the commanders they blow out the dolphins and it's just like oh man bill's best team in the league best team in the league and then lay an egg against the Jaguars, and then they lay... I even think with a win, the Giants game was worse to me than the Jaguars. Uh, or no, the Giants game was worse to me than the there Jaguars, even though they won the... Um, <laughs> even though they won the Giants game, because you put 14 points up against a Giants team that isn't good that's starting a backup quarterback, and 
I don't know what to make in a Bills casino, but luckily they get your Patriots next week, so they'll probably yeah, the Patriots win by are about to be points. one and seven. They're going to be oh. going up against the Bills, and then they go up against or is it yeah Bills and then Dolphins, dude. Belichick's yeah. about to be one and seven. I really, oh, I really hope that they just uh, come come the trade deadline. They just sell, 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 sell. Get rid of everybody. <laughs> just tank for the rest of the season. Um, try to get a good pick and try to get one of the top quarterbacks. If not, and if so, and if not, just and then just go ham on every free agent out there. Just be like, that's good. Just be like, okay, we have the most cap space. I mean, just get they'll be close to it if they sell most yeah. cap space. Just give us everybody. You, but then you want, on, you want a job, you want a job, you get the job. But then on the flip side, we're really going to see what the bills are made of because they go to Patriots. And then the two weeks after that Thursday against the bucks, which we'll talk about the bucks in a moment. And then oh, the yeah. week after we that injury there, we got a big Sunday, injury there. Sunday night, they play Sunday, the Bengals. Sunday, Sunday. So it's Bills, Bengals, Sunday night in two weeks. And then they go Broncos. Then they go Jets again and then Eagles. So that's a stretch right there where I think the Broncos and Patriots are uh, gimme games. But then you go a feisty Bucks team, a Bengals team that kind of looks like they're back, a Jets team that already beat them, and then the Eagles, and then the Chiefs, and then the Cowboys. So it's like that is – the Eagles and Bills really get fucked over with that November schedule because, dear Lord. Uh, but, Casino, let's move on to the next topic. And that was, you've already alluded to it a little, which is just all the injuries. Like, I mean, this Oof. not only this season, but just week six specifically. Like, what do you attribute to all the injuries in the NFL that are have been happening for six weeks up to this point, and more specifically this week, uh, where we saw, I mean, whole teams, like, again, Eagles 49ers, just whole sides of the ball were just fucking decimated. So uh, there's two things that I think, um, this is, you know, a personal thing. Um, I think the turf is a major one. I, I hate the turf. Um, they need, everybody needs to be playing on natural grass. They need to get, like, the rules where they have for, overseas soccer where they are contracted to only play on their pitches only actual grass like any time that they come and play um a game in the states like an overseas team uh come play a game in the states they change the field to grass because they are contracted to play on grass only there's not that many injuries in soccer i, I like there's 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 really not and so I think that's one. I hate the turf. Two is I feel like they're – I know you're trying to make the game safer by doing X, Y, Z. I'm fine with, like, the equipment. But when you try to make the game safer by saying don't tackle like this or don't do like this, people are checking up. People are trying to they're, – they're thinking too much on not trying to cause injury to other people or themselves – and that hesitation is gonna is gonna what's gonna help get you injured. Yeah, that's that's one of my takes on it. I I I think that there's a lot of people trying to. Yeah, I feel like there's a lot of a lot of players trying to be overly safe, and they're not doing what you know playing how they normally play. 
I mean, we've talked about it a little bit, like rugby players. Yes, there's a lot of injuries in rugby because that's still a dangerous sport, but they're hitting just as hard, if not harder, than football players sometimes when when they're tackling people, but they're taught how to tackle correctly. They're well, and how- they're not launching with their head, which is encased in like a hard plastic that basically right. makes it. I mean, so you can be like, some, oh, I'm going to launch Sometimes when myself. you see that happen, sometimes when you do see those like highlights of rugby players getting laid out, when they t- you see the tackle, they're still being tackled correctly to where like they're hurting, but they get up. They yes, they might they might have some you know bumps and bruises. They might have to go get looked at by medical a little bit, but they're doing that with no pads and they're yeah. still able to get up. Like, again, well, I think, I think the trying to make it overly, overly safe is hurting them. Plus I don't like the turf um, as well. That's, that's my take. And also it's too many games. There's too many yeah. games. There's too much wear and tear on these players. I know that we're not there yet, but I mean, I'm just expecting it to be way more injuries by the end of the season. But no, this was an absolute grueling weekend when it comes to injuries. Absolute gru- like major players in a lot of teams. I, I could go through it all, but shit, dude, it, it's it's it, it's it's a lot. It's a lot to go through. Uh, let me ask you a question, Casino. Uh, for again, because I'm an Eagles fan, so I follow the Eagles more closely than any team uh, in the league. Of every defensive starter on the Eagles, how many defensive starters do you think this season have started every game? So again, there is 11. Uh, There has been three players that have not been I was going to say two or four. (laughs) It's literally Josh Sweat, Jordan Davis, and Hassan Reddick are Ooh. the only three players who have started every single Sweaty. game. I'm outside. <laughs> As you can tell. Uh, but I just started doing my it, shows out here. It does. I do like the ambiance of it. Yeah, but, I can figure it out. I can figure it out. I mean, I might sit at the other table, but and I probably should. But you know what? I kind of wanted to lean back in my uh, patio chair back over here. My no, couch. I, I, I love it. It looks very relaxing. But oh, yeah. when we talk about injuries, I do uh, agree with you with the soccer and rugby thing. Obviously, the difference with soccer being that they're not actively hitting each other every play. But I do think that we've reached the point where it's, it's like that thing where it's on paper where you're just like, oh, we've made the game so much safer because all the equipment and gear is so much better that the player doesn't feel the impact as much. And then it's like, yeah, but also other player, that means they can be more reckless with their body in terms of being like, I'm going to be safer if I just launch myself like a fucking missile straight at this guy's ribs. Right. And then it's just like, I do think we've kind of reached past the point of no return where it's like we made the game so quote unquote safe that it's now more unsafe than if we just didn't fuck with it because you see the ridiculous uh, always the the off season photos of the guys wearing the giant blue helmets, you know, that look like. Uh, something out of a, like a 1950s sci-fi movie, but <laughs> it's like, oh, that's supposed to help them during practice. And then it's like, okay, if we're the NFL and we care about player safeties, why do we do that kind of shit when it doesn't matter, which is in 
off-season practices where guys aren't launching themselves at each other. But then we do the turf, which every current and former player is like, I hate playing on AstroTurf because it feels like injuries are on fake artificial turf. So if we care about the players so much, why do we not listen to them when they say, most of my injuries occur on this because of this? And then it's like... I can tell you right now. Oh. Want me to tell you? you? Well, it's money, obviously. Show me the money. (laughs) Yeah, because they don't... they. But again, uh, and there was news today that Goodell just got a contract extension as the Dude, NFL 27. Oh, Yeah, which great because everybody loves Roger Goodell and he only yeah. has the right choices. And, you know, and I, you know the, the fans aren't doing it just for fun every time, you know, there's a draft and they're like, boo, every time he comes out. You know, that's not just that's not just for fun. People are doing it because I mean, they it is absolutely fun. it is fun, but <laughs> they absolutely hate him. He's the and worst. And he doesn't like I don't get players, him. you know, what, and the players hate him. There's so yeah. many players that talk bad about him openly. Like, ugh. Ugh. Uh, let's move on to the next topic, Casino, which is uh, of the two teams that won big this past weekend, one in the AFC, one in the NFC, who is the new, the, the week six best team in the NFL, either the Dolphins or the Lions? It's the Dolphins. I love the Lions. I, I really think they're going to go well or do do well in the playoffs. Um, but it's 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 the Dolphins. That offense is so so dynamic and so good. They can win in any which way. I love it. I I, I really do. And I and and being you know Patriot fan and in that division, I should hate it and I should hate the Dolphins. But I'm actually digging the Dolphins right now. And 95 percent of it is due to their coach. I think Mike McDaniel is absolutely phenomenal. I'm watching so many highlights of him. It's it's so after week five, he had an interview. Uh, I don't know if you saw it where they asked him, they're like, you know, you put up the most points in uh, five weeks in NFL history. And, you know, what do you, what's your thoughts on that? He goes, you know, that that's what we've talked about before the, like I'm roughing it. He's like, that's what we've talked about before the beginning of the season was that was our main goal was for, you know, we really wanted to make sure that we had the most points and like, he's not being like, he's not trying to be a dick. Like he's not saying it like super like, like he's answering. Like if it was a real answer, like a real, like, yeah, he's like, it, it seems like he's actually meaning it. It's fantastic. And he was no, like, you know, we've we reached our goal. Coach. He's yeah. reached our goal. And I'm just like, Oh, let's, dude, <laughs> you're, you're great. So now both teams are five and one. The, Miami Dolphins beat the Carolina Panthers, who are still winless on the season, forty-two uh, to twenty-one. We need the. I need them to win. I need them to win <laughs> at least two games, at least two, so the Patriots can lose out and we can get that number one all, overall pick. And then uh, the Detroit Lions won twenty to six against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. The Bucks sneaky, uh, interesting at three and two. The the Lions five and one, and Jared Goff. I'm telling you, for some He's reason, good. he is not in uh, uh, MVP consideration for whatever fucking reason. But in Don't this know. game alone, 30 for 44 attempts, 353 that's yards. So many attempts. attempts. Dude, that's they're literally just being like, win us the game. And then he makes no mistakes. He wins the game for him. And then, like, nobody gives him credit. I don't understand it. Right. And, I mean, and the – they're going to have to rely on that passing game even more because as we've alluded to many times um, 
so far this podcast about the injuries. David Montgomery got injured, um, and you know it, it did not look good. So he's going to be out. I mean, he didn't have a great game going into in, into his injury. He only had 14 yards on six carries, which isn't good. But you know that that that's just another running back. You know that that's out of the game. That they're going to have to rely on Jared Goff's arm. But he looks absolutely stellar when it comes to that. Well, between I mean, the two of them, Goff and uh, two Amon Ross the- St. Brown, dude, is on another level this year. Yeah. He's crushing it. Well, every single, then, every single game, it seems like he's over 100 yards passing. Yeah. Or you mean receiving. Oh, that's what but, I mean, uh, receiving. And then I sent you that one picture, which Tyreek Hill is 186 yards shy of 1,000 yards on the season. And we're going into week seven. Like, how that is fucking possible, I do not understand the math on it. it that's fucking crazy. He could literally, he's on pace to have like 2,500 receiving yards this season. And again, that's crazy. That, like, that's, that's so insane. And, and, you know, I was saying, um, St. Brown, like he's doing well. He is doing well. Listen to this though. Um, so first game chiefs, uh, he had 71 yards Seahawks. He had one Oh two Falcons. He had one Oh two Packers 56, but then Buccaneers one twenty four. like, and what does he have in the season? Uh, the season, so you add that up, he's at um, 455. Yeah, and Tyreek Hill is a, almost 1,000. A yeah, like, that's, that's fucking insane. incredible. Uh, and then when we talk about the quarterbacks, Tua has 1,900 yards, 14 touchdowns, 5 interceptions. Goff has 1,600 yards, 11 touchdowns, 3 interceptions. So, I mean, both of these Yeah, I'm, I'm looking up the stat right now. This out. Um, so he's at 814, right? So, uh, game, his first game, he had 215 yards. Dear then he Lord. had 40 yards against the Patriots. Uh, woo woo. Good job. Um, then Broncos 157. Then he had 58 against the Bills and then 181 against the Giants and then 163 against the Panthers. And you want to know how many receptions he's had? How many, how many receptions do you think he's had? No, I'm looking at it right now, but I, I can see it. Yeah. Yeah. 40. That's, that's like a lot, but also he's only gone over double digits one week. So it's like, it's not, it doesn't like how he's doing this is fucking incredible. And yeah, well, it's because you look at the average, his average is just shy of 20 yards, a carry or 20 yards, a catch. Dear Lord. I mean, his, and his long is not even as long as you would think it's just 69, which is great. Nice. But I mean, you're yeah. Nice. <laughs> but I mean, dude, he's catching. So I mean, he's consistently catching like forty-yard passes all day. It's and again, that that is he's put in those positions by Mike McDaniel's uh, play calling, and then Tua is the rate in which Tua releases the ball and how quick and accurate he is. I mean, he looks like Drew Brees, right? Like Drew Brees made a Hall of Fame career out of doing exactly what Tua does, which is just the speed and accuracy of just getting the ball to your playmakers and just being like, all right, Tyreek Hill, take this five-yard slant for 55 yards, right? And it's just, it's, uh, again, I think the Dolphins and Miami at this moment are the best teams in the AFC and the NFC. And both of them at this moment have a real shot of being the number one seeds in both their conferences, which is fucking crazy. But let's move on casino to our next topic, which is uh, 
the now we talked about the favorites. Let's talk about the dark horse uh, contenders between the Bengals, Ravens, or Jaguars right now. Who would be your pick to make a deep playoff run? Mm. Oh man. And I say those three teams because we saw Baltimore beat Tennessee 24 to 16. We saw the Bengals beat the Seahawks 17 to 13. And then we saw the, uh, oh, who's my other team? Oh, the Jaguars. The Jaguars beat the Colts 37 to 20, which also news on the Colts, Anthony Richardson shut down for the season, another injury. So it'll be Gardner Minshew the whole season and, yeah. Hey, respect the stash, okay? <laughs> um, um, dude, I I honestly don't know. Uh, that's a really tough question because obviously the Bengals. I said I wasn't if they didn't win against the Seahawks, I was over them. They beat the Seahawks, but barely. But yeah, that's that was a good win. Game. That's that was a it was game. a great game. It was a phenomenal game. Um, so I, I don't know where to place that because the Seahawks just played really well too. So uh, that's a tough one. Um, Ravens, they just need to stay healthy, and then they're they're going to be good. So, I, I mean, we've talked about all these teams actually being good this year. So to call them a dark horse is a little meh because, I mean, we expected the Jags to be really good. We thought they might even have the number one. Um, uh, they they would have been the oh, – why am I blanking on it? Number one overall seed for the AFC just because they have the weaker Yeah, we division. both picked Trevor Lawrence to be the MVP this season. Yep. Um, so you know what? Uh, let's go Ravens. Ravens because I, I'm going to say Ravens because I said that the Bengals were going to make the Super Bowl and win. I said that the Jags may have the best record in the AFC with the MVP. And I liked the Ravens, but, you know, I think they had a little bit more they could have, you know, they would have to a little bit more struggle those other two teams is what I originally thought. So I'm going to go with the Ravens just based on my preseason picks. Um, yeah, they just got to stay a little healthier and then they'd be looking all right. About to have that train to go by. About to hear my choo-choo train because I'm outside. <laughs> He's been uh, clonking his horn. So I think when it comes to those three teams, I think the Jaguars kind of fall into the Chiefs category and the Bills category, which is they're a team playing below what I think they should be playing at, right? They're just inconsistent, and I don't know. Those are three teams that I'm scared to bet on each week. The Chiefs because they never cover the spread, and the Bills and Jaguars because I don't know what version of those teams we're going to get every week. The Bengals, I think I still need to see one or two more games uh, before I'm fully back on that bandwagon. But the Ravens, I mean, we just saw what this this same Browns defense did to arguably the best offense in the league, which is shut it down completely. The Ravens lit that fucking Browns defense up. Like, I mean, they destroyed them. And again, by every stat or metric, this Browns defense is one of the most historically great defenses in the last 50 years of the NFL. So you have the Ravens going in there with Lamar Jackson playing almost a perfect game against the top defense, one of the best ever and making it look easy. So I still think the Ravens are my dark horse to not only get to the playoffs, but potentially get to the Super Bowl in an AFC, which we thought would be a lot better than it's appeared they have been. But 
Yeah, so I think we're both in agreement of the Ravens, but give me one more week of Bengals-Jags, and we'll see. Last topic, Casino, uh, and this one is just uh, a thing I've noticed, which is even the bad teams this year are kind of fun to watch. So of the all the other teams we haven't talked about, the fringe teams, as I like to call it, uh, which, in your opinion, is the most fun to watch? Let's see, fringy teams. I got to go back to what you sent me. There it is. Oh, we don't even have. Oh, the fringe no. team. Most fun to watch. You want literally me to go first? Could, yeah, because you said could be literally any team not mentioned above. Yes. And my team, or the pick I'm going with, is the Texans. I think they're really fun to watch. I really like CJ Stroud. Uh, I watch way more of that Texans uh, Saints game than I thought I would. And CJ Stroud, he just looks like like he know like he like almost has that like Purdy Jalen Hurts like confidence. Like nothing phases him. Like he threw his first interception turnover of the of the season, and then just went right down, I think, the next drive or two and just scored a touchdown like it was nothing. And the team really responds to him. And, I mean, the Texans at this moment are 3-3, three and three, and they have their three leading receivers are Nico Collins, uh, Dalton Schultz, and Tank Odell or Tank Dell. And it's just like, who the fuck are any of these people on the Texans and they're three and three and they're beating the saints. And it's just like, I really like watching the Texans. And then my other fringe team, I would say is uh, the Falcons. Like they play really good defense. I didn't know you were picking two, but whatever. Yeah. I mean, uh, I'm just giving you more time. Uh, uh, It was, (laughs) they lost to the commanders but even then i don't think desmond ritter is the guy but he's very hot or cold i feel like he loses them games he wins them games this one he lost because he threw three uh ints but Bijan robinson uh algier uh and then kyle pitts there was a kyle pitts sighting this time casino he caught four uh passes for 43 yards and a touchdown but it was really drake london nine receptions 125 yards and then again in defense for this falcons team i believe they're top seven in the league in total defense so for a three oh i'm sorry they're even better they're top four in the league in defense. So they have a top five defense. They have a top two rushing attack. And then what really hurts them is their quarterback is so hot or cold. So the Falcons, again, we talked about it. They get in the playoffs and they play the Cowboys. They are a team specifically built to beat a team like the Cowboys. Uh, your fringe picks casino. Uh, I really like the Rams. I like what the Rams, oddly enough, oh, I, I like what the, I've liked what the Rams been doing. I know you're at that game. Um, they're they're fun to watch. Yeah. Well, that's that's the category. <laughs> no shit. <laughs> uh, God damn you. Uh, but no, I, I I like them. They've been playing well. They've been playing well. I mean, yes, they're you know they're what is their record? Is it three and two now? Uh, blah blah blah. Now. No, I think uh, they're four. No, they're four and two, aren't they? Or are they three and? Three and three. I'll look at see. Keep talking. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. They're three and three. I forgot there was. They've played six games. I'll be honest. Uh, <laughs> no, but I I like the Rams a lot. Uh, I like what they've been doing. 
Why why won't it let me click the Rams? Why won't it let me click the Rams? I had the I literally had them up. I was and I mean the coach. three teams they've lost to are all like some God of the it. best teams in the league. Right. They That's literally what I was lost. Talk about. <laughs> they lost to the about. 49ers. Nope. Nope. No, this is my this Bengals. is my segment. I've, I've got they to pull lost up. to the Eagles. So, so, <laughs> so they they kicked the shit out of the Seahawks in the first week, which I thought the Seahawks were going to be much better than which they're actually above them and um they're playing really well. So I, I like the Seahawks as well, but the Rams handled them in week one. They were a touchdown away from beating the Niners. Really close game. They lost to the Bengals by three, but you know, that was the back Bengals would have been zero and three, so they had to win that game. So they almost did. So or maybe close to that. I don't remember. I don't fucking remember. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, but I like the I like the Rams. They're fun to watch. Um, Stafford has been taking his his team to Disneyland plenty. I think he's finally connecting with the guys. Um, he's playing Fortnite with them. They're playing, he's playing Fortnite. Together. He's doing the dances. Yeah. He's doing the he's <laughs> doing all the things. He's flossing. <laughs> yeah, I mean he's flossing, and then he's also uh, flossing. I mean, come on, man. Have you seen him? He's, he's anyway. Um, <laughs> sorry, I was dumb. Um, and I know we didn't really kind of talk about it, but the Seahawks—they're so much fun to watch. I really enjoy them. I know we kind of touched on them, but I, I really like watching them as well. I know they're they're in the same division. It, it that's a fun division. You, I'm actually we've talked about off the air, you and I, how this season has has been a little wonky, but I think it's been wonky in the best way. Yeah, I mean, outside of the Panthers. The Panthers, let's see here, Panthers, Bears, Cardinals, uh, Giants. So literally the one one team in every NFC division and then one team in uh, to only two teams in the AFC with the Patriots and the Broncos. Every other team, even the two and three teams are fighting really well. So, I mean, you have six teams that are like meh, just like tossed to the curb. Besides that, every team looks fun. Every team's frisky. Every team has a... Um, a good time when they're playing. I enjoyed yeah. this season. This has been kind of a fun season. Yes, there's been a lot of injuries, but it's been made, making it interesting. Um, yeah. I mean, everything's well, kind I of mean, up in the air. I'm really excited to see how things shake down coming towards playoff time. Those last like two weeks before the playoffs, I guarantee you, it's gonna the final Sunday before the playoffs is probably gonna solidify. I'm mean, gonna honestly, I'll put it out there, maybe nine different seating spots. Yeah. Oh yeah. And like, you... this is going to be a good, this is going to be a good, good wild, like a good wild card weekend, good opening playoffs. Cause every team's going to be really close to each other. Well, and uh, speaking of you mentioning the standings, I mean, all the teams that have one win are all feel like they're out of it. Right. So it's Cardinals, bears, Broncos, Patriots, giants, Panthers. I, think I mean, we'll even can... throw, I'll, I'll even throw the one, one, two and 14, which is the Titans. I think they're, they're yeah. trash and they're out of it, but, but then I mean, the, the, the other, other two, three... like Vikings, they can still win. I still don't dislike Kirk cousins. Um, yeah, it's just not that great. I mean, and then the Packers, they got a good defense. I don't, I don't want to throw them aside, but meh. Yeah, I mean, my my Lions pick, by the way, in that division, as no, it's looking good. Looking good. But 
yeah, so the the all the two win teams. So I I kind of agree with you on Titans, but who knows? We still both like Vrabel as a coach. But then you Love say him. Titans, Vikings, Chargers, Packers. I feel like any of those teams can beat any team on a Sunday, right? And you wouldn't be any shocked. given Sunday. Yeah, but then every other team above they should make those, a movie about that. <laughs> every other team above those. Has, I think Al Pacino's looking for work. <laughs> Uh, he's too old for that part now. He's too old. <laughs> but he still, uh, if he gave me that speech, I would still get a hard on. So, yeah, uh, prove it. Prove it on the podcast. But uh, uh, every team, every other team in the league <laughs> has either three, four or five wins. And like you're saying, like everybody just kind of except what five teams in a 32 man league. Everybody still feels like they're in it which I don't know if we could say that the last couple of years by like week seven, right? Yeah. Like everybody. So still let's feels... just be generous to call it seven and seven. And we'll pull like either the Packers or the Vikings in and we'll say eight teams, eight teams. Yeah. Like are, are out of it. Besides that, every other team seems like they can make the playoffs, which is wild. Yeah. Uh, wild. But... That has been our NFL. I think the uh, I think the top six stories of the week casino just huge hit led to uh, great discussions between you and I. I don't think there was eh. any big. <laughs> I don't think there was any big news we missed. Uh, let me see. I'm looking at all the teams. I don't think there's any games we did not talk about that were newsworthy. Worthwhile. No. Yeah. Uh, but. Let's talk a little bit about baseball, and then we'll get out of here, Casino. Uh, have you oh, we, been watching it? I, My- I got. I before we get into baseball, we got to talk about at least one college football game. Did you watch? Because I want to talk about a story. Did you watch the Washington Oregon game? Because I, yeah, I did. I did. I did. Uh, so I, I was my friends who came into town. Um, shout out to uh, Victor. What's up, Palma? Um, <laughs> I mean, somebody, I don't think you listen to this, but Victor, what's up? Um, <laughs> so he's a huge Washington fan, and we were at my brother's work at Stadium Swim, and we were just uh, chilling there, watching it on the big screen, which was such a good game, like back and forth. Yeah. That, I mean, that was a top contender game. That was like that, uh, the Oklahoma-Texas game, you know, the week prior. It was a really good game. Came down right to the last play, so that that was awesome. And I bring that up is because that quarterback, did uh, did I send it to you? I'm not sure if I did. Um, did you see the, the guy before the game, um, like on TV, like hyping it up. And he was like the Washington guy, he's, uh, he's going to breathe, bring that big Phoenix energy, oh, big penis energy. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. no, but the quarterback. So if you guys don't know for Washington is, uh, I think you say his name like Phoenix or something like that. <laughs> but he was like, he's going to bring that big Phoenix energy, that big Phoenix Dude, energy. He was like chanting it on Dude. Uh, that, that was, was uh, absolutely Desmond phenomenal. Howard. And yeah, I listened to it very closely multiple times. The second one, he did say penis. <laughs> the second one, he did say penis. And then he corrected himself on the third one. And then he did get the N in there. And he said penis. But the, the he said penis on that second one. And that was just, dude, on live TV, like Stephen A. Smith, like was even like tweeting about it. it was like, holy shit. Like, <laughs> If you haven't seen it, look it up. Just look, type in Washington, uh, Oregon game and Phoenix energy. Yeah. And it is absolutely hysterical. Well, um, and then also, uh, on that Saturday, 
uh, we also had Notre Dame just blowing the doors off USC, which yeah. I mean, I feel like everybody saw that coming because of that Arizona game the week prior where they yeah. barely survived against. I want to, just- I also want to say though, my, I mean, not really yours, but my UNLV run rebels, they're five and one. They have the same record Damn. as Oregon. They have the same I mean, record as Oregon. Let's get them on the same field. Let's see how that turns out. <laughs> but and then this weekend, I mean, three just hey, you huge, know what though? Huge I will say this though: UNLV does have the sixth best rushing offense in the league in college in all of college football. Damn, that's actually pretty impressive. Uh, but looks this like, I'm, week... like I'm on the team. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this week we have number seven Penn State at number three Ohio State, which is going to be a fucking burner that... burner. And then we have number seven, uh, number seventeen Tennessee at number eleven Alabama. Please, if Alabama God, loses that Tennessee, game, I oh, I need it. I need it. I, I need inject it. it into my veins. And then oh, the the other two games I wanted to and touch almost, on. And it's crazy. They almost lost. Alabama almost lost this last I week. Know, which I Ugh. think that uh, well, remember Tennessee beat them with Hooker, wasn't it last year? Hendon Hooker, yeah, that massive game, yeah. That was that was a good game. Uh, and then we also have this week, we have number 16, Duke, at number four, Florida State. I think Florida State blows them out. Blows but then, them out of the water. I think Duke will be exposed as a good team, but not uh, a caliber yeah, team. Not at that level. No. Uh, but then we have number 14, Utah, at number 18, USC. And I also think Utah just blows them out. I think they just wipe the floor with them. Uh, so... Uh, Utah's five and one, USC six and one. But again, that USC defense is just uh, a cheese grater. You can just pick them apart and just there is holes all over that defense. I think uh, Utah's offense is just going to carve them up. But uh, let's move from college football over to MLB playoffs casino. How much of the MLB playoffs have you been watching? Because I've been watching a shockingly lot of it quite a bit and and just just before we get into it fun fact in every single series so far the team that has lost has either won zero or only one game like they've been damn near sweeps the entire time yeah dude it's like this this playoffs is just cruising like cruising I can't we right talked now, about that last time. Why they schedule these? Why they try to make the playoffs end as quick as possible with like the scheduling of these games? I don't understand it. But yeah, well, you're I mean, right. Baseball, baseball's always been that way where they're like they're quick yeah. Turnover, I don't understand but, it. Why? But I mean, it's been going even faster than normal because, like I said, outside of uh, was it maybe two? I know two for sure. Maybe three series. I think it's only two two series. Uh, where the other teams actually won a game. Yeah, where <laughs> yeah. another team, another team has actually won a game. Yeah, so there was the Braves, Phillies, and uh, it was Houston. Uh, yeah, Braves, Phillies, and then Houston and Minnesota. Outside of that, the, everything has been a everything has been a sweep. Which uh, we have everything to address this sweep. casino on our last episode. I said, and you agreed uh, that the Phillies would lose to the Braves. Oh, and that I really one game dude, they won. Really we were like, "That's an aberration." Uh, we don't. Then that was the word I was looking for. That's an aberration. Game, but game three, dude. Woo. I mean, I have never been more happy to just be dead wrong about anything because yeah. this Phillies team, 
dear Lord, the first game, they went a close five to three. The game last night, which I watched all of 10 to zero, never at any point during that game was, were, was I like, so, yeah, oh, so and now moving on. Yeah. So what you're talking about now is now, um, we got four teams left. We have the Diamondbacks versus Phillies. We have the Rangers versus the Strohs. Um, I know we don't want either Texas team to be in there, but out of the two, I'm going to take the Rangers all day. Let's go Rangers. I just want, <laughs> I don't want the Astros to be in there at all. Um, I ultimately would love for it to be Texas, Arizona, um, but Phillies look absolutely dominant. Oh my gosh. I hate, I can't stand them. I'll say it on the broadcast. I can't stand Bryce Harper. I think he's a tool bag. I have a personal reason why. Um, I mean, he's yeah. from Vegas. So that's weird. That, Me that's, too. A, that's a story yeah. for another time. So I, I'm just not a big fan of him, but he has absolutely, <laughs> absolutely been lighting it up. Dude, this Phillies team is dominating, dominating the Diamondbacks. Just dominate. I don't even think the Diamondbacks are a bad team. Like I said, they're, they're really good and they were hitting their stride. They were one of the best. They were the best team. Like a good portion through the the start of the season, like they're a great team. I mean, they've they've reached the championship series for a reason. But Phillies are dominating them. I think this is the Phillies. This is Phillies World Series to lose. Like, and I, I want to just say, con- like, a shout out to their fucking fans, dude. They're stand like standing through the entire game of a fucking baseball game. Yeah, dear. Lord, <laughs> well, dear Lord, also, like Philly fans are like, I mean, we always talk about Philly fans being like wild and, you know, just insane. I'm going to say they are insane because you're standing the entire fucking game for a baseball game is absolutely <laughs> insanity, like insanity. Well, Dude, congrats and for them, good, good for them. Well, and I talked about it earlier uh, in this podcast, but the. Not only are the Philly fans uh, so great, especially at home, but the Diamondbacks have just given up, right? You can literally get, I mean, behind home plate tickets for this game are like some of the cheapest tickets you can get for literally a game three in uh, to see which of these teams go to the World Series. You can get uh, like, again, Five, six rows back, two tickets for $36 a piece in Arizona. Gosh, if I was, <laughs> I mean, if I'm, I was single and didn't have two kids, I'd do it. I mean, I, have to look I, behind me. I mean, I could just look here and make sure that nobody's, nobody's <laughs> coming in the, at the door here, but yeah. I mean, casino, give me a reason why I should not call off Friday and drive down to watch this game because $36 to see this uh Phillies team beat the Diamondbacks. Well, I don't know about you, but uh I'm broke. So <laughs> that's true. I mean, I mean that's a good reason. Uh but yeah, I that, think that's one. That's, my that's, question to you, however, Casino, is we talked about how this was a weird MLB playoffs because Dodgers got swept. Uh there was no Yankees, there was no Red Sox, there was no like big marquee teams. Do you think Phillies Rangers as a World Series news fest. Yeah, do you think that has mainstream media appeal? You no. get what I'm saying? I don't no. think it does either. It doesn't. It not not at all. Zero. <laughs> Zero. I mean, normally I have a lot of baseball fans watching baseball at my um at my place of work, but zero. Zero. 
And, and I mean, both these series by this Saturday could be over. So the world series would start, uh, you know, with, with it, uh, it would start Friday, October 27th, and then it would go, it would go Friday, Saturday, Monday, potentially ending on Halloween night. So not only are you going to have two teams that are not going to draw, you know, outside eyes, unless you're obviously a fan of either baseball, the Phillies or uh, the Rangers, but then you're going to have potentially the world series clinching game on Halloween night is baseball. The stupidest sports uh, sports industry of all the sports uh, industry. I don't know what um, word to use. I don't the think it leagues. is, but I don't, I, I wouldn't say it is, but I would just say, they they still cling on to the old like they don't progress with anything the times yeah. yeah it's just why are you scheduling it like this again everybody uh there's more people who watch the MLB playoffs than regular MLB games so why do you not schedule them differently than you do regular MLB games it makes no fucking mm. sense to me literally multi billion dollar movie studios move movies that cost $500 million to different release dates so they don't compete against other movies and they can make all the money from their one movie. But yet you're a multi-billion dollar sports company and you're just like, we're not changing for nothing. There's nothing you can do to make us change. And it's we're like, still America's pastime. Uh, yeah, it's like they're by far and it's distant. You're right. You know what though? They point. are America's pastime because that's what you watch to pass the time. <laughs> yeah. Boom. And I mean, at this point. Oh, come well, on. That was, a good, that was a good way to just end the show. Come on. We could have ended it right there, but Ugh. I still want to rant. But no, I'm also saying how much have we ranted and raved? I'm, I'm about... also getting really hot outside. It's like 98 <laughs> degrees back here in Vegas. So it's, I mean, it is still pretty hot. And you almost nailed it exactly. It's 89 degrees. Good job. No, uh, my computer says 92, but that might just be because it's overheating sitting in the sun. <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, my last little point about that was, and then we talk about how Major League Baseball is on Apple TV and it's on Hulu and it's on all these fucking random You want to know what else is on Apple TV, TV that nobody cares about? MLS. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I, I, still, have, I still have my MLS team and, you know, whatnot but i'm not gonna pay apple tv to watch it but that's exactly what i'm saying like it's just like why are none of these games on actual television like the nfl college football nba are all on tv even nhl is prime time on espn what because two, nhl is legit now well it's just like you're getting as many eyes as you can on these sports as possible so i would even say at the moment major league baseball is fourth behind nfl nba and nhl because at least nhl you have marquee games on tnt on espn let's go like you can at least watch the yeah, fucking no, this, games. this this uh, this espn contract that NH, uh, the nhl got is huge yeah massively huge for this sport but it's it's, in, it's awesome it's awesome i'm so happy as just as a hockey fan to get the eyes of the ESPN primetime ESPN when people were like, uh, oh, what's on ESPN? Oh, hockey. Okay. I'll watch it. Like that. That's, that makes me happy because now we're going to get more eyes and hopefully more fans of the game. Yeah. Well, and then even, and now MLB, when they're in the playoffs right now on Friday, you have the Astros Rangers game at two Oh seven PM. 
why why we have two baseball games why are you putting them both on the same fucking night and then you have the phillies diamondbacks at 507 it's in arizona why would you not put that game at seven the other game at four what are we doing it's it, it nothing annoys me more than mlb scheduling but uh anything else casino or can we uh get out of here um i had a funny bit for the end of this show but i <laughs> do you want to save think... it for the next episode no i think i just have heat exhaustion so it's okay <laughs> um, well this has been a very hot uh will uh that's been an even hotter casino and this has been the hottest podcast around the only sports podcast uh i think i know I'm... where our thumbnail is going <laughs> oh just hot hot uh i'll look I'll, I'll try to find something uh i'm will that's casino and uh we'll see uh casino you want to record tomorrow or friday oh I'm you on the spot We'll, we'll play it by ear. The Thursday night game is shit this week, so it doesn't matter. Uh, yeah, this has been the only sports podcast. So I'm Will Dunn, Casino. Adios.